Recovery is stupendous. Achievable. Hope. Freedom. 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 Empowering. It's unique to everyone. It's a journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down. Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life. For me, it was finding a way to really love myself. My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose. Welcome to Montana's Peer Network. I'm Leah Wetzel, uh, Montana's Peer Network Drop-In Center Coordinator. And I'm here with a very special guest today. Um, he's very near and dear to to my heart, to my life, to my family's life. I met this gentleman along my journey. He was my brother Scott's best friend when my brother found recovery. And since my brother's passing, he's been very influential in my life, my children's life. You know, he's really my brother. And so I've been wanting to get him on here with us for a while. He's got an amazing story. Um, and he's been very influential within all Native American communities within our state, um, within the work he does, within the man he is, uh, within his traditions and his beliefs. And so I'm very excited to introduce to you today my brother Calvin Gone. Calvin, will you let us know a little bit about you? Uh, my name is Calvin Gone. I'm a, a Ani and Umaha Nations tribal member. Uh, I'll introduce myself in my Umaha language. Umaha is Ajay Wite Stashabe. Waha is Ajay Wite Calvin Gone. Third, Inaha Witeka Gloria Grant Gone. Ihungshinga. Idade Witeke Calvin Gone Jr. Indinge. Itigo Witeke Daniel Henry Grant Hechude Indinge. Itigo Witeke Calvin Gone Sr. Indinge. Ikon Witeke, Rena Wolf Indinge, Kon Witeke, Mary Joyce Gone Indinge, Dewanglo Jaje Wite de Sinde. So I introduced myself as Calvin Gone. Uh, it's my white name. My Indian name is Istasha Bay, which is Black Eye of the Buffalo. Uh, my grandparents are Daniel Grant and Rena Wolf on my mom's side, and Calvin and Mary Joyce Gone senior on my dad's side i come from the buffalo tail clan of the umaha people that's how that's where i come from thank you thanks calvin yeah you know i just want our listeners to be able to feel and hear a little bit about who you are and your culture and i appreciate you introducing yourself in that way um, because that's that's who we are. That's who you are. And so our listeners, you know, it helps them learn if they don't know. Help them learn a bit about, you know, who we are, who you are specifically. And being a man in recovery as well. You're coming up on your 11 years of recovery, Calvin. That's amazing. 11 years ago. You and Scott were in the Blue Thunder yeah. together. And tell us a little bit 
about about your journey? Well, it started way back in December 26, 1976 is my date of birth. I started then. That's when the journey began, you know. And, um, yeah, I um, grew up with two parents, you know, good good parents growing up. Uh, my grandma and, uh, you know, I got to live with my grandma for here and there, you know, back and forth to my grandma and gra- my uh, my mom and dad. But, um, yeah, in, in life, you know, uh, in, in where I come from is like I had a good childhood, you know, I mean, I, it was hard just like anyone else, you know, um, a lot of things took place. But, uh, you know, I always thought about I never fit in. And that was probably one of the things that really bothered me in the beginning of my life, you know, and carried on to uh, until I came to Great Falls. You know, I got into drugs and alcohol early. Smoked weed when I was 12 and got drunk my first time when I was 12 years old. But, um, you know, then it just carried on from there. Wasn't really bad into alcohol, but I like to smoke the weed early on in life, you know. And um, I became a, a pothead, you know. I did that for many years. Then I started drinking. But I also was good in, in, in school, average in high, in high school, average school student, you know. And it wasn't until I hit college where I started to... Um, excel a little bit but my alcohol use got in the way you know and my drug use got away and i found other drugs than weed or marijuana you know and um so i started dabbling around and then i eventually you know had a wife and kids you know uh early on in life my young life i was all uh, did my best at that time in my life you know uh, i had uh Alcohol and drugs are pretty much my higher power, but I had periods of moments of life where I didn't use or drink, you know, and I continued to um, go like that for a long time, you know, here and there. I'd get sober for a little bit, fall off, and uh, and just keep doing it. It was a cycle. Yeah, so I, I, I uh, eventually, you know, I came to the point where, you know, alcohol and drugs overtook me and I just was doing it for 24-7, you know, and I kept on moving forward in my life. But I pretty much uh, lost respect for myself and others, and I lost my way. You know, a lot of us, you know, we lose our way, you know, and we don't know how to help ourselves or maybe we, we're not reaching out because we're so wrapped up in drugs and alcohol. And that's kind of, that's where I was. I was so wrapped up, um, got lost for a number of years. I end up being homeless on streets in a lot of major cities around around the country. Um, I lived like that for almost five and a half years. Um, I had periods of sobriety here and there, but it was just just enough to to um, you know get back on a wagon and stop and heal up a little bit here, and then go back out there and try again. You know, and I did that for a long time. I ended up uh, going to the treatment center like twice, three times in my life, you know, but uh, the first two times it didn't take because I wasn't ready. And the third time it finally took because October 12, 2011 is when I died and and the uh, nurses and the doctors from St. Patrick's Hospital bring me back. And, um, you know, my sobriety date's October 15, 2011. So I didn't get sober right away, but I, I did. Um, they always say if you hadn't had your last drink, I mean, if you don't remember your last drink or your last high, you never had it yet. 
And I remember mine vividly is uh, October 14th at 9.02 a.m. was my last drink and high, you know. And, um, and so my sobriety date's October 15th. And it was hard to get, get sober, but I went to treatment in uh, Rocky Mountain Treatment Center in Great Falls and walked in there on October 17th, 2011. And that's where I really learned how to like get back into living again. They uh, they helped me with my spirituality. I was able to work through some issues that I carried on in life. You know, uh, I suffered with a lot of grief, you know, and uh, lost a lot of people along the way in my journey. And um, so I had to learn how to cope with that and learn how to to live with it, you know. And Rocky Mountain Treatment Center gave me a shot and they said I'd they had 12 steps and I didn't really believe in anything at the time I got there. But, um, I always tell people I'm a spiritual person because I'm a born into spirituality. I'm native American and we're just born into it, you know? And, um, so I've always been a spiritual person and I always thought the creator God left me or turned his back on me. But the reality is, is that I turned my back on him and he never did leave me. He was always with me. I believe my grandmother's prayers, my mom and my dad's prayers and my family that prayed for me kept me alive and well out there while I was running and gunning, you know, um, my aunt Cheryl, Cheryl Miller, she's from the Omaha tribe, she's the Omaha Wa'u, and she always tells me that I'm a prayer and answered, which I truly believe today. I'm thankful that I have found recovery, but it took a little while to get here. And they say you get here when you get here, and I finally got here, and I was able to open up my ears and heart and my mind and learn a, a, a new way of life. And uh, those 12 steps of the AA program really helped me. NA wasn't really prominent here when I got here, but uh, AA was. So I did the 12 steps through the big book and all that. And I got a sponsor. Everything they tell us, the simple recipe, get a sponsor, do the steps, you know, uh, be of service, help others, you know. And I, and I did those things that they asked. And, then, you know, um, and here I'm still here after almost 11 years. I'm approaching on 11 years on October 15th will be 11 years for me. Uh, but it's been a really hard journey in the beginning because sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. I went in a treatment center with a set of problems. And uh, when I left it, they were still there because I had to go through them one by one. But I kept pushing forward with the sponsor and uh, gave me all he knew, all the knowledge that he knew of the alcohol program and in the 12 steps. And that's where it truly began for me, like the turnaround. I was able to pray again and, and be able to believe in my prayers, walk with my prayers. I was able to see the, the, uh, the work that I was doing, you know, it was, it was uh, starting to come alive, like, you know, fruitation, you know, good things started to happen in my life, but I had to learn how to be patient. You know, I learned, had to learn how to be, uh, had to learn humility. That was one of the hardest things to learn because I, I controlled my life for a lot of years and uh, I wasn't listening to anybody and I thought I knew everything, but in reality, I didn't really know a whole lot till I got here, you know? And um, so uh, it took a lot of, a lot of things to help me get where I'm at. And there've been a lot of people on my journey that helped me also, you know, to get me where I'm at. Like my brother, Scott, you know, he helped me many times and uh, he's the one that showed me the way. And here I am, you know, I keep moving forward and, and I take it one day at a time and I honor his memory by not using or use drinking no more, you know, and, and every time I get a coin, I'm coming up on an 11 year coin and I always think of him 
you know, because he's right beside me. And he would have 11 years on the 10th of October. It was his sobriety date, you know, 2011. So he got sober five days before I did. And uh, so I always honor him with my coin, you know, and uh, think about him. And uh, he's still with me. But I kept moving forward in my life, you know, and, and uh, I got to meet a lot of good people in recovery, a lot of amazing people. You know, I got here, I felt like I was on an island, but I really wasn't. You know, there's people around me, you know, that wanted to be part of my life, but I didn't know how to let them in. And I was able through the 12 steps to be able to work on myself, put that mirror up and ask myself, you know, why do I do the things I do and the habits that I do? Why do I do these things, you know? And when I put things on paper and I look at it, I got to see the the patterns that I that I had in my life, you know, and I needed to change those patterns, rewire my brain and do, uh, do different habits in a good, healthy way. And, and, and I didn't know how to live in a healthy way when I got here, but, uh, today, you know, it's different. I do this thing one day at a time and I help others in my journey. You know, um, I've been able to help a lot of native men in recovery. Um, that's one of my things I like to do and, and non-native men also, because, you know, alcohol and drugs, it doesn't discriminate. So if anyone's willing to to live a different way and have a new way of life, I, I'm all for it. You know, I'll help you as much as I can because somebody helped me when I, when I came through the doors, you know, of this program and, and in recovery. So I just give back in that way, in a good way like that, and uh, continue to move forward in life. I remember early on in my recovery, though, uh, I was 34 when I got to, to got clean and sober, and uh, I met this native old, uh, old uh, I would say knowledge keeper. He uh, he uh, helped me look at it differently. He said, "Are you a man?" I said, "Yes, I am. I am a man." And he said, "Okay." And he pulled out a sheet of paper and he put it down on the table, and he drew a line through the sheet of paper and a line on top. He put young native boy on one side and he put native man on the other side. He said, fill those up. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He said, are you irresponsible? I said, yes. He said, put that on young native boy's uh, side. He said, are you responsible? I said, no, well, leave that blank. He said, don't put that on a native man's side. So I was like, okay. He said, are you unreliable? Un uh, I said, yeah, put that on young native boy's side. So I did that. He said, are you reliable? I said, no, I'm not. He said, don't put nothing over there then. And so all this time I went down the non young boy side, young native boy side. I'm un un unreliable, unresponsible. I don't take care of my kids. Uh, I don't pay for them. I don't, I don't help out. You know, um, I continue. Uh, I don't have a home, you know, all these things on that side I didn't have. And I, I filled that whole side up. Then he said, now fill up the native man side. And I went to the native man side I didn't have one thing. And then he looked at me and he said, so are you a man? And that really hit me hard, like between the eyes. And I said, no, I'm not. And I just felt really shamed and like, wow, you know, and that was the turning point in my life that I wanted things on this other side, the native man side. And today, you know, almost 11 years clean and sober. I can tell you, honestly tell you that I'm a man today. I'm responsible. I'm reliable. I'm dependable. I help whenever I can, you know, uh, I help my children out. You know, I do all kinds of things now as an adult. I'm a, I am a man today. And uh, it's because of the 12 steps of the program and, the, you know, um, and, and recovery. 
you know, so I, I only share that story with you all because, you know, it took a long time being 34 years old and look, looking at that piece of paper and knowing that I wasn't a man at 34, you know, I had a lot of growing up to do. And that was the turning point in my recovery and in my life. And uh, today, you know, I just keep moving forward and I give back as much as I can, you know, uh, to to others and continue to help them in my journey. I made amends in, in, in recovery. I continue to make amends in recovery. It'll be a lifetime thing for me. Um, but I, I continue to stay clean and sober. I know like my words don't mean nothing, really mean nothing to my family because I used to say, sorry, I'd be there. I wouldn't show up, you know, but today, you know, I do it by action. I actually show up. I'm actually there for them. I'm present in my li family's lives today, you know, so I continue to move forward in that way. And it's because of the reco recovery program that I'm able to do these things, you know, um, and that's just like a little bit of my journey, you know, like I, I got lost for a while, just like anybody else. I needed help a long way. I just didn't know how to help myself or ask for help. But once it came, you know, the creator guided me to the right people. And I was able to continue to uh, get back up. You know, uh, they always say, you know, like some people say we sleepwalking. I was sleepwalking for 34 years until my eyes opened up today. And my eyes are open and clear. And I'm able to see things into my life today that that, that will help me and in, in do things in a healthy way. I know there's so much else I can share with you all um about about my journey you know um, like i said it took uh something tragic to happen to me and that was losing my life one day but they bring me back you know and that was a turning point in my life where i used up my nine lives in my 20s but i was 34 years old when that happened and creator gave me another shot at life and i seized the moment and today i tell people that every day i stay clean and sober i'm prolonging my life another day and i'm coming up on 11 years so i almost prolonging my life for 11 years and I keep doing that and I know if I ever go back to using because can't say I ever quit I only tell people I stop because there's always a chance I can go back you know because but I just got to do do things to keep me here in this recovery world you know and I gotta I gotta do things to take care of myself you know so I'm glad to be here and I'm glad to share a little bit with you guys you know and I hope I help somebody out there um Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. Your message is so strong and so powerful. Out of all of your journey and, you know, going through those ups and downs and into where you are today, you and I did some programming, uh, independent contracting for a local drop-in center and the 8th Judicial Drug and Veterans Court. You know, you do things to give back to your community. You know, you ran a, a drum group, taught us how to sing. And to now where you're at, you even helped develop a local program that does liaison work between CPS and, and individuals that are involved in that. You help lay out the framework of that program. So I just want to make sure we... We acknowledge that as well. Amongst all the other things you do, people ask you to come speak, you show up. But today, what does today look like for you? Work, um, personal life, whatever you want to share. Well, I just want to say thank you to my sister, Leah. She's doing a great job. I'm glad she asked me to do this podcast with her, you know, uh, share a little bit with you guys. Uh, today, you know, is is uh, I have a beautiful life today. 
So I have a really beautiful life today. I have a good life today. And when I call my mom and I talk with her, you know, she always tells me uh, at the end of our conversation, she'll, she'll say, son, living clean and sober is a good life. And I truly believe her today, you know, and I, and I understand what she's saying. So my life is good today. But I'm just like anybody else. I'm human. I have problems. I have troubles. I have struggles. But I have tools today to cope with that, you know, and continue to to help others in a good way like that. You know, I, I'm, I'm a I work for the Little Shell Tribe as their community prevention coordinator. I do a lot of outreach and I do a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff with the suicide prevention uh, for the native youth. Uh, so I'm, I'm always doing something with the youth or either uh, in the community. I always give back in, in that way. You know, even when I'm done working, my workday doesn't stop because I'm out there helping somebody. Maybe someone needs a ride to the store or, or, you know, to the laundromat or something, you know, I go and help that way. Uh, I'm always working. I'm always helping. Uh, best way I can because you know I know what it's like to go without I know what it's like when I didn't have a ride and have a car you know so I'm just paying it forward and when they ask me if they need if I need anything I just tell them when you get up there you know you're going to be in a position where you can help somebody help them pay it forward you know and that's that's how I, I I get my payment from people that I help I just tell them pay it forward you know and do what I'm doing because it helps one another you know and um yeah, my life is really good today. You know, I, I've been in my apartment for 10 years, you know, it's pretty stable. I never did that. I think that was possible, but uh, I'm doing that, you know, I have a good job. I have a good transportation today. You know, um, I love to travel. I love to go on the road. I love to cruise, you know, and see different parts of the country or even the state of Montana. We have a lot of beautiful things here. I like to go sightsee and check out, you know, these are the things I couldn't do when I was out there in active addiction. I only stayed in one spot and never left anywhere. Today, you know, in recovery, I'm able to experience new things in life. And, uh, it's, and I'm just so in awe with it, you know. And life is so so much better today than it was back then, you know. Um, like I said, I'm still human. I still have problems, but I have ways to deal with them. I still have a sponsor after 11 years. I had my first sponsor for two years. He got taught me the steps and the knowledge that he had of the program then he went away and I, I have another sponsor who's been with me for eight years now and uh that's that's what I need too you know to help me to continue to um guide me in, in ways where in things I can't see I bounce ideas off him and, and I get his feedback and then I make my own decisions in that way you know so a sponsor is a very good thing and he has a sponsor so that helps too um but yeah, life today is, is pretty good. I, uh, I'm i free today. I don't have to sit in any jail cells. I don't have to hear the door slam no more. You know, um, that's one of the freedoms that I have today. I can go anywhere I want today. And that's probably the best thing that could ever happen to me. Um, yeah, uh, I love helping the community. I love giving back. And uh, I just try to do my part and uh, help others. You know, I guess the message that I would like to share with you guys today, if you got anything from this is that uh, I just need, I just want to help one person. And if I helped you today, thank you, you know, appreciate that because that's what I want to do is encourage and uh, motivate and help somebody out there that needs to hear my story, needs to hear my words, you know, or wants to hear these things. Maybe you're on defense and 
wanting to get high, uh, get sober or clean or don't know how and you're listening to this podcast and and you get to hear our stories you know and, and that will help you determine what life you want to go because life's so much better without alcohol and drugs you can do a lot more for your family for your community and uh and yourself and that's that's huge you know so um today uh, i'm doing really well today and i'm thankful that my higher power wakanda the creator is guiding me in my life today and and uh, I get to share that with others and I'm able to invite others into my life and I'm able to share with them today. So I hope I did good today and I hope I helped somebody out there. And, uh, if, you know, and, and uh, like they say in the program, keep coming back, you know, so keep coming back. If you slip, you relapse, you fall, get back up, dust yourself off. You can always start again and get going again and go longer. You know, and that's what I tell people, you know, you know, feel it, dust yourself off, and get back out there, you know, because life doesn't quit. You know, it's up to us if we want a different life, you know, and, and um, you have people that will help you and guide you. All you got to do is ask. Thank you for letting me share. Uh, thank you so much, Kelvin, and thank you to all of our listeners. Kelvin, if somebody wanted to, if somebody heard this and wanted to get a hold of you, do you have an email or something that they can reach you at? Yes, I have an email. You can reach me at it's cpgone36 at gmail. And that's Charlie Paul gone, G-O-N-E, 36 at gmail.com. And I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Perfect. Well, thank you to our listeners. We hope you heard something today that you can take with you on your journey. Um, appreciate Calvin for being here with us today and we'll get him back on here. Um, we got some other stuff coming up with MPN that we'd like to get him involved. Um, and if you, our listeners ever want to, uh, join us here on this platform, get a hold of me at Leah at mtpeernetwork.org and be blessed. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works, recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. <laughs> recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery is possible.